You're listening to Seen the Sequel, a movie podcast about sequels to films that were never made, probably for good reason. This week, we are talking about 1987's American dystopian masterpiece, The Running Man, directed by Paul Michael Glazer and starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Conchita. And, as ever, alongside me, this week, two men. Who loves you and who do you love? I've got Al and I've got John. Welcome back, guys. This episode, we are talking about The Running Man. As you know, we've got 30 minutes to come up with a sequel to the film, including cast, director, so let's crack on with it. Um, Joe can't be with us this week, unfortunately, so we wish him the best and uh, hope that he's back soon. So, as ever, you are flying with John and Al Airways, uh, and looks like I'm going to have to step in and make more of a nuisance of myself than ever. Anyway... The Running Man. We've all watched it recently. John, talk to me about The Running Man. Um, yeah, so I like The Running Man a lot. Like, I can't remember when the first time I saw it was, but it was when I was pretty young, like one of those films you shouldn't watch when you're that young, I guess. Um, and I, I've watched it a lot of times since then. Um, and it's just it's just so... It's it's a dumb kind of film on the surface, but it's got just so like a lot of themes, isn't it? And like a lot of themes that are increasingly relevant to our world today so like the overall theme of so i guess the overall theme of the film is that the world despite being it's set in 2017 but it's supposed to be like you know the future um and the the world is becoming like it's more technologically advanced it's got all this fancy stuff going on but the world is actually kind of like less civilized i guess is what the film is about like it's 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 a world in which despite all this progress people go on tv and enjoy watching people get killed and humiliate themselves for entertainment. And I think the interesting thing about it is that it kind of like preempted our obsession with like reality TV now, like Love Island, Big Brother, I'm a Celebrity. They're all about enjoyment through watching people humiliate themselves for cash, for fame. Um, and that's what The Running Man is about as well. So um, it's prophetic, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, it's a throwback. Like, I guess it's, I agree with you on that, but it's like a th- throwback to, you know, gladiator times as well, isn't it? You know, like um, yeah. actually seeing people being butchered on TV. It's sort of suggesting that actually rather than going forward, we're going back. Incredibly deep film, The Running Man. Um, really, 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 really profound. Um, I, I, I don't particularly like The Running Man. It was never one, like, I agree with John, like, I think our age group, we watched it at all too young on like a rental video or taped off the TV or something like that. That was kind of dubbed on ITV when the swearing came in. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I always preferred 90. I almost kind of preferred nineties Arnie to eighties Arnie a bit apart from predator and commando. I think I'd probably even prefer red heat. I've got a soft spot for this, mm. for red wow. heat with uh, Jim Belushi. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, uh, James, yeah. Jim Belushi. It is Jim Belushi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, yeah, I think I even prefer that to running man. I mean, I, I don't know. There's just, I guess when you've seen all the Arnie films and they're blending into one as a teenager or as an adolescent, like this was the one with like the kind of toboggan with the spandex <laughs> shit on and like some sort of neon Roman helmet. I just think the production design, I was a bit like, fuck off. And then like Commando was on the next week and then Predator and I just preferred them. You know what I mean? Um, it's all right. It's all right. I kind of, kind of got a kick out watching it again. 
I think, yeah, I think the thing that makes it stand the test of time for me that is, is it is all of that stuff you mentioned is true. Like it does look a bit cheap, although it is made to look like a TV show. So that, that could be on purpose. Um, but it's all that other stuff like the corporate corruption, social injustice, inequality, like populism, like it's uh, Killian, the heads of the show at the end says you give the people what you want. It, the only thing that counts is being number one. Like that's just pure populism. Like that's what we're going through now. And like austerity and inequality and stuff, like what we're going, what we're seeing recently, like that's in the film. So I think it makes it interesting to watch it now because of that um it's almost secondary that it's an arnie film to me at this totally a hundred percent i mean i've always find the universe is actually quite similar to robocop it feels quite yeah, dirty similar. 80s dirt you i know? was just thinking that though but interestingly they're both 87 i think same, really? same year so i was gonna say they influenced each other or one of them influenced the other but obviously not the case yeah because they were both in production at the same time i so, mean um, um stephen king let's you know he is <laughs> yeah he, i never realized he wrote the book uh, under richard barkman mm. uh his uh his pseudonym which is amazing i mean this film yeah. has got so many weird things let's talk about mick fleetwood turning up as <laughs> well like, i was watching a film i was like that's Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> What's he doing in that? Was this his big chance just to break into Hollywood or something? <laughs> Absolutely mental. But why choose the running man? Why did they get him? I don't understand. I don't understand how he fits into it. I mean, he plays a character called Mick, so they must have thought, well, fuck it, let's call him the same name, otherwise he's not going to have a clue what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, that's also, the, the music, Harold Faltermeyer. Yeah, the music's very good. There, there's a recurring track that's that keeps playing like this really low, sort of ominous, sort of synth track, which is freaking great. Don't you find it interesting as well? Sorry, John, I've got to say, um, before Schwarzenegger was cast, um, Christopher Reeve was once attached to the role of Ben Richards, but I, I just think he's... Oh, I didn't know that. He's too... Oh God, oh God, I love Christopher Reeve, but I mean, I think he might be too clean cut for this film. Yeah, yeah. well, can I just say something about the Stephen King thing, actually? It kind of fits into Christopher Reeve thing a bit because, so I've read the original book, The Running Man, and it's quite different. So in the film, Richards goes on because he's forced to. In the book, Richards goes on because he chooses to, because his family's in poverty and he needs to feed them and get, gain money. So he chooses to go on. And he spends his time like, hiding from the assassins and using like his smarts and his connections to, to take him out. Um, and Stephen King hated the film, apparently, absolutely hated it because <laughs> for one, they cast Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. And he was like, what the fuck is this? Um, and he absolutely hated it. Apparently, he, he, I think he, he successfully worked to get his name taken off of it as well. Cause I didn't know this until researching this, but he, Stephen King also wrote The Lawnmower Man and got his name taken off of that as well. Wow. I did not know that. I fucking hate The Lawnmower Man. I always. <laughs> I always, oh, I never, oh, I never went with that. Effects. Let's let's go mad, yeah. Also, um, Stephen King has, had, I guess he hasn't had a good run of films, has he? Lawnmower yeah. Man, Running Man, The Shining. I mean, yeah, he, well, famously, he hated The Shining as well because that yeah. changed too much from the book. So this year, I suppose that Misery was just about to come out as well, and Stand by Me had just been out. Wow. Um, but like, you can see, you, you can see what happened here, can't you? Basically, Christopher Eve was meant to be in it. I I don't particularly like Christopher Reeve in anything apart from Superman, in which he is my Superman and I worship the worship him. Oh, remains of the day though. He's yeah, yeah, he is remains. good in remains of the day. You're right, you're right, and that is a that is a, a quiet masterpiece, isn't it? But um, oh, you said it, you said it. Right, that's it. One oh, for masterpiece. Masterpiece. <laughs> Any, anyway, it was obviously meant to be 
maybe something and it wasn't going to get made or something. This is me like just reading between the lines. Wasn't going to get get green lit, make it an Arnie vehicle. It gets, it it gets green lit and they change the film entirely. So uh, totally man. And final thing I'll say as well, uh, I recently watched one night in uh, Miami. If you haven't seen that, then I really encourage you to see that film. And of course, um, Jim Brown uh, is in there in the film. And I just watched that, I think the other week. And you've got obviously got Jim Brown, Muhammad Ali, you've got Sam Cooke and you've got Malcolm X. And of course, Jim Brown is in the running man as Fireball. And I was thinking, oh yeah, that's Jim Brown. What, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke and Jim Brown? Yeah, Fireball. Okay, well look, let's crack on. We've got a lot to talk about with the running man. It seems very relevant today as we've all touched upon. So uh, I've got a couple of ideas, but nevertheless... um, Let's let's kick it off. Who wants to pick things up with The Running Man 2? Yeah, I've got a bit of a little threads to pull on. Oh, well, um, you say your bit, then we ignore it and we go on to our... Yeah, that's what normally happens. So, <laughs> hey, uh, we, did, we did Bird World. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you see what happens, man? You see, that's exactly occasionally, what I'm talking occasionally, about. <laughs> occasionally, I'll have, a, I'll have a go. All right, so, okay, so at the end of the film then, so Richard and um, Maria, no, Maria's her yeah. real name, Amber, Amber, Amber. character name, uh, they walk off into a sunset. They do that kiss at the end, which is ridiculous because they're not like, anyway... We need to stop talking about the original film. So, what? Like um, they're not even a couple, and they just kiss. Yeah, like they're not even like. It's a Schwarzenegger like, film. Like, no. like, oh, that's Dan, not real. Oh, you know, right, that's not real. Sorry. You know what? Actually, the ending of Commando. You know when he comes, he goes to the plane with his daughter, and the woman who's never met the girl before just runs over to her and gives her a massive kiss and cuddle. And like the daughter would clearly be like, "Who the fuck are you?" Um, anyway, so so they walk off into the back of the set and Killian's dead and whatever. So in mine, so it's 30 years later, Richards has gone on to lead like a kind of revolution that everyone's waiting for. His, his appearance on The Running Man has sort of sparked this bravery and courage within the average people of the city to kind of stand up to the oppressors and the military and that. Um, so he becomes the leader and he's been the leader for, and now we're 30 years later, he's still the leader. And uh, he was loved for like 10 years or something. And he was trying to do the best for people, trying to end inequality, bring justice back, stop people going hungry. But he just doesn't know how. He's not a politician. Like he's a fucking... He's a military guy who then went on the game show. Like, that's it. So his approval rating's going down. He's losing popularity. And so he decides, okay, what was popular in the past? The fucking running man. So he brings the <laughs> running man back. Um, and he's the host of it. He's like the greatest ever... Uh, champion their greatest ever contestant he's back he leads the running man show and so it then plays into that idea that you know uh revolutionists revolutionary leaders that lead uprising often end up becoming as bad as the people they replace and it also is a little uh, like the leader of a, of a country becoming uh, a t- reality tv show is almost like reverse trump like he was a reality tv show who became the leader of a country so that's all I've got. No, that's a good start, man. Okay, well, look, there's, there's certainly some things to work on there. Some small bits, anyway. Al, what, <laughs> what, 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 do, what do you want to think about? I like the idea of him being the host. Um, what's his name in it? Ben, isn't it? It's real ben sh- Richards. Ben Richards. Real, yeah, what a shit name. Yeah. Like, you who know, loves like, me just and who do you love? Just doesn't go with the high concept at all, does it? <laughs> um, and here's your host, Ben Richards. Um, so I like the idea of that. Um, I think maybe I was influenced by last week with Bird World again, because I was thinking like Running World 
and it was just like... Well, the man's very sexist, isn't it? I yeah, think we'd like, have to drop that straight away. Running World sounds like a shop that dickheads shop in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shop at Running World. Yeah, I was going to say easy, sir. It is a shop, uh, is it? Those fucking bastards trying to, trying to stay fit. Um, so, uh, yeah, Running World, and it goes like global, and maybe there's like an international tournament. There's Running Man in every country. We play on national stereotypes. We see all the oh, different... that's good. We, play, we see all the different... Mm. Uh, uh, a country's version of Running Man. We see all the different future dystopian versions of different nations. And a bit like, you know, uh, uh, Dodgeball did, so the Germans will all have like, you know, they'll be worshipping Hasselhoff and all that shit. So it's kind of like the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. It's like the dystopian Olympics. Exactly. Running Olympics, baby. But we'd have to come up with a better name. It's like that. Is it called International Ninja Warrior or something? Ninja Warrior, where different nations fight, <laughs> like compete against each other. You've made this that is- up. You've made, is that real? No, it's something like Beastmaster. So something on Netflix, check it out. It's, it's like oh, this, Netflix, but without the violence. <laughs> so it becomes like a kind of World Cup and, um, you know, and we, we, we develop some characters and they obviously get, they, you know, two people get into the final and it's, yeah. And it's I like it. Showtime. Maybe Arnie can host it or be, or be a contestant pulled out. He's definitely, I think we've got to come back either way. Um, all right. So this is unusual for me because um, Joe's not in this week. So I'm going to have to put some ideas forward. So what I was thinking is, I think we need to break the fourth wall down and I was going to do the running man or whatever we decide to call it as a real life show today using real life actors that maybe haven't made it or stars or politicians <laughs> so that when yeah. you get so my idea is that maybe we could cast someone like Michael Sarah as this weird kind of Damon <laughs> Killian guy like welcome to the running man welcome to the running and he could be an advert on telly as Michael Sarah and so there you can have your your evil guys like your your, your flamo or your, your dynamo you can have someone like Seagal so like, hi I'm Steven Seagal and it could actually be a reality show where prison Prisoners actually do get released from prison if they do complete the running man and they have all of these Hollywood actors just kind of hang posted on. in as themselves. Wait so, a minute. So, so Steven Seagal's in like, so we do it as a real show and it exists. So the running man is now real. So we're not actually making a sequel. We're making a reality TV show. We are making a reality and so show. So it's real. Yeah. <laughs> well, so basically, I, I but can't... it's not real. But the whole idea is that's the whole thing. It's like, it's like almost like the end of the, what's that? Um, this is the end. You know that film where everyone plays yeah. themselves? I, I see, I see. So we, we go, basically what oh, it is, see, is right. a mockumentary. Exactly. Yeah, but right. every single get, so when you're going on the Tonight Show or, or anything like that, they'd be going on as themselves, talking about this thing as if it's happening. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's quite, cool. that plays into the themes really nicely. And then you've got, like Je- your- you got Jesse Ventura in the original, so we'd have like Stone Cold Steve Austin Definitely. Go, yeah, go, yeah, yeah. going on the Tonight Show and talking about how he's going to rip, you know, Stephen Scal's head off. Think of the craziest <laughs> people that you would cast in it. Fuck it, Trump's going to be in it. No, no, I was just thinking Trump. <laughs> yeah, this is custom built. This is exactly what his presidency was based on. This whole right. So let's fuck it, let's do it. Okay, we, we need to make a choice about direction today. So it's either Olympics or it's either Richard's back uh, with the Running Man 2 with a dystopian or it's real world now uh, using real people with you know like a mockumentary John yeah. yours yours for once is the most straightforward I it's think it's the most straightforward yeah, yeah. that's why I think we probably shouldn't go with I it I think I think look I think it would be nice to do a Running Man sequel but I say let's do our first 
mockumentary. Let's do yeah, it. I like it. And I was thinking as well, we can bring in elements of your idea out because it could be still international. It could be like oh my a God, Japanese yeah. superstar and a French superstar, an American one, all, all in the same thing. You could have Vincent Cassell in France just smoking a fag like, you win, you deuce. Yeah? Yeah, he'd, he'd do it. Um, well, he was in that film Underwater, actually, which was pretty, pretty lame. So he's, he's, That's he's, a good ta- idea, he's taking paychecks. Okay, so we're going to go. It's a real world mockumentary. Um, I think we, no, we're talking around cast. So I think it's the same thing, ultimately, that whoever's in prison, we're going to need a sort of someone who gets out like a leader, like a Richards type character who we could either cast as a real life prisoner or, you know, whoever sort of thing. But, uh, you know, that ultimately we're replaying the story, but taking it for the audience of today. So the angles are going to be, you're going to have Instagram, you're going to have YouTube, which is probably going to be, you know, along the lines we did for the Truman Show, maybe live feeds 24-7 sort of on the, we create the games complex in a warehouse or something like that. So the whole thing is like a big shoot with multiple camera angles that the cast just then sort of walk around and all of the shots are already done. So yeah. you, could, well, you could cut. Yeah. And then, and then like as, as people come in, like you don't know who's going to come in the shoe and it's like, now there's a mystery new contestant on Wednesday. There's a mystery new contestant coming into the show and you don't know who it is. And it's like the shoe opens and it's, who is it? It's Oscar Pistorius. We, <laughs> 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 You could even open it up. I mean, the whole trailers for this thing, they could shoot the film, but when they go on to uh, like a, a game, like a talk show, like a Graham Norton or a Jimmy Fallon or whatever, the, the, the thing would be running for a month where it's like they'd be talking, going on the game show, talking about, well, obviously we're leading up to the film, but this week, look who's coming into The Running Man. And it could be loads of these little short vignettes about what happens to these people. So the build-up would be immense. So by the time the film actually comes out, it would be social media, you know, all over it. No, but it's yeah. like, it's a mockumentary that's like released on um, Netflix, say, right? So they build up to it and then it's finally like, the mockumentary is still kind of a making of the series. Does that make sense? Mm. So it's sort of like, you could sell that as if the show has yet to technically be broadcast. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like, we're getting a sneak glimpse and this is what you can look forward to. Um, but what, and it goes, what are you suggesting that it's almost like a behind the scenes and they say, wait, wait, you can't shoot that hand goes in front of the camera. A lot, sort of the, thing. a lot of that. But yeah, cause if we're doing a mockumentary, we are, we are, yeah, we either make the running man and just do the show, but then do you know what I mean? It's like, where, yeah. where do we go with it? So yeah, I think exactly. it, what's the actual story? Like what's, who's, so I like think, what's so I think plot? it's, I think it's a film, a mockumentary where behind the scenes crew have been invited into the development and making of the real life running man. And, you know, within that, there is clips of finished broadcastable footage for when the show is coming out it fictionally in the future. Um, and within that also, we can have the tonight show clips and stuff like that. Cause that's already happened technically, you know? So, so it's a prison. Ultimately what they're filming is a prison breakout that's gone wrong and prisoners have actually broken out. So when they're, they're doing the running man, it's the whole idea is that they go through the running man. Prisoners go through the running man and get, if they win, they get out the other no, side. Well, I'd say more like the, the prisoners have been selected out of a lottery and offered it up. So then they interview them, they get to meet them. These are the new contestants who okay. obviously we cast unknowns and then we get all our cameos from, uh, you know, the, obviously the famous people that are going to be appearing on it. Um, and then we have like the net, the studio networks are interviewed and stuff like that. And it's like, and then 
obviously were on set during filming and I don't know. I think that's the way to, the angle to go for it. So the probably. angle, so your, your, the story ultimately is that the cat, the whole behind the scenes or what the whole fragment of the film is. Yeah. This is a lead up to the running man. It's a behind the scenes video shoot, but each of the characters kind of is sort of going off the rails or exhibiting weird behavior. Well, I think, I think ex- I'd go, I think I'd go like sicko on the end. Imagine like if you put your foot down on like how much carnage could be in like the, the convicts, you know, end up drilling a hole in the fucking studio network's face or something like that. You know what I mean? It goes mm. wrong. And like, it's all done like a found footage slash making of kind of film. Yeah. yeah. Like they almost get too close to the convicts and the convicts get their trust. And it's like, right, we're taking over sort of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we, and we set it, not in the futuristic Running Man world that was the 1987 version. It is literally as if a, a, a network today has watched the Running Man and said, "You know what? Let's make that." Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So, so it's not. So it's all just. It looks like a TV show would look today. You know what I mean? Like that, a game show. That's that's, that's awesome. clever. That's my okay. sort of angle on it. Well, yeah. So there's the bones of it. Okay. So let's talk. Let's talk cast. I mean, I, I don't know why, but I always had Sarah. As the Damon Killian. Why is Michael Sarah? Because because you're going to need someone slightly weird and quirky and like calling you in, almost like a Richard O'Brien type, welcome to our show. When you do do that impression, you sound like uh, Jesse Eisenberg does in... um, as Lex Luthor. He, no, he would also be yeah. very good. He's exactly the kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? That He's creepier as well. Okay, you want to class Eisenberg, yeah? Eisenberg is is your main lead for the show. What, who's, so who's he playing then? What, what well, he, I was going to put him as Michael Sarah, but I mean, Damon Killian is ultimately what we're doing. The host. The host of The Running Man. I thought, that we had, wait a minute, it's got weird. It's like Jesse Eisenberg is Michael Sarah. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> It's a mockumentary funny. on a mockumentary. <laughs> okay, so if Eisenberg's in for the host, we need some <laughs> gladiators. We need your dynamos, your fireballs, your... You know we had dynamo in the original? Yeah. I want to cast Jack Black as one, one of the guys that's got to take down these people. He loves the singing as well. He loves the singing. So who, who have you got for characters or who have you got for not characters, but themselves coming into the show? Well, to- I think the Stone Cold idea would fly. I mean, obviously The Rock is a pretty obvious one as well. Um, He's I almost mean, too obvious, of wrestlers. Isn't yeah. Um, or like former like sports stars or something. You know how like, uh, like, you know, like Dan Marino was in Ace Ventura. Like there's got to be like an old a sports star who can be like a champion who's... Gaza? Who's retired. <laughs> <laughs> Gaza. Gaza and Michael everywhere. Jordan. He's just a crying man in the corner. <laughs> no, I don't like... I don't... I, don't, I, I, I worship Gaza and he's a tragic figure, so I'm sorry to bring him into this. I was so thinking no. like Michael Jordan or... Jordan's very know, good. Like someone, someone that's super, Well, super more than Jordan, maybe level. Rodman. Oh, Rod, he'd do it. Yeah, he'd definitely Rodman do it. Definitely yeah, but the basketballs it. are loaded with weights, so when he throws them at you, it's like... They're like bombs. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's a great so idea. Well, the original Sub-Zero had hockey pucks that were grenades, didn't he? So you can put basketball explosion. All right, so you've got Dennis Rodman, Be- you've got Jack Black. Beckham. Okay, so there's, there's your basketball and your singers. Beckham kicking the balls, the exploding balls of people. <laughs> no, you want to Beckham in yeah, it? Do doing Beckham like mad curves around, like an impossible curve around the wall, just like homing missiles straight to him. Uh, do, Ram- do you want to put Victoria Gordon- in as well, though? Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> 
you got Jack Black, Dennis Rodman, David Beckham, and Gordon Rams. Well, I think it, I think people. I think the one we're missing at the minute is uh, is the musician. Like, what? What? But who would we get in? Garth Brooks, cowboy hat, full on cowboy. <laughs> Okay, I was thinking more along the lines of like Eminem or uh, someone like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, Fiddy- just Liam Gallagher, just a bit angry, Fiddy- just walking Fiddy. about. I'm not having it. Not having it. Kanye West would do it. He's yeah. desperate for Kanye be the one publicity. Money, yeah. Kanye. Okay, Jack Black, Kanye, Dennis Rodman, and, and you're putting in Beckham, are you? David Beckham, Gordon Ramsay, Michael okay, Sarah, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. What a cast. Okay. All right. Okay. That's good. And who is, so for the prisoners uh, breaking out then, uh, John, you sort of touched that we're going to need, I don't know whether we can actually use real prisoners or not. Yeah, um, we will. Yeah, we'll get them in. I don't Oscar think that, I don't, think, that, <laughs> I don't so, think, I don't think so. I think we just cast unknowns as these prisoners. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's their chance to shine, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Well, we just, we do, like they're actors playing prisoners, right? This is a mockumentary. It's not a documentary. It's a mockumentary. <laughs> Real prisoners, Al. Yeah. We were going to go around to Brixton Prison and just ask give, who just, wants to... Just give some multiple, you know, mass murderer a chance at freedom. Uh, uh, yes. okay. In the, na- in the name a, of entertainment. We need um, a female lead in it as well because it's very male-orientated, it this film male at the moment. Heavy. We need some female champions and some female prisoners. Yeah, Definitely. Well, there'll be female contestants and they're cast- no, but I mean, like, you they're know. unknowns. So now our equivalent, you know, do we want Madonna in it or someone like that? Or, um, uh, Jolie, Steffi Angelina, Steffi, Anna Kornikova. <laughs> the, Ven- the Venus, uh, the Williams sisters. Oh um, yeah. They could be a tag team. They'd be like mad. They'd always appear together. It's just sports. It's just sports, but running man, isn't it? We got, yeah. so you're in goal, saving free kicks from Bex. You're, you're playing tennis <laughs> against Venus and Serena Williams. Um, That's great. I'll tell yeah. you what, we could have Fallon Sherrock, who is the English professional darts player. <laughs> of course. Of course. I would, well, yeah, all right. Or Phil Taylor Absolutely. or more Barney, any number of darts players. All right. Okay. Well, look, we've got to get past cast. We've got to start talking direction. Well, I'd like to jump in here. So there's two options in my opinion. All right. So there's the guy who is basically the greatest mockumentary creator ever, Christopher Guest, um, who obviously wrote Spinal Tap and did um, Waiting for Goodman Mighty and Mighty Wind right. and various others. Or maybe modernise it and go with either like a Larry David or a Ricky Gervais and Steve Merchant because I'm a big fan of The Office as well. So um, I'd say there you, you, you... Ricky Gervais, Steve Merchant's very interesting. There you, you key that, that uh, more options, like Deadpan. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so you got, that's fair. that is a left turn. I love it. Gervais and Merchant are in. All right, great. What's it called? I, I've got it. I think it's called... And this is what it would all be advertised as. This is what it's good. The real running man. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Like the real housewives of Orange County or whatever. Well, yeah, there's that. But also it's like, that's what it is. Yeah. We're we're selling this as a mockumentary that the running man's actually happening. So it's called the real running man. So we keep in the man part because, is it because the franchise is the running man and we have to keep that? I think we could get away with that. Yeah, probably. Um, Yeah. I mean, we are trying to make a sequel to the running man. Okay. Quite confusing. (laughs) Okay, the real running man. Right, good. So we've got uh, a story, we've got a cast, got quite a big cast. We've got the direction and we've got the title. So who's going to go with the pitch for this? I'll give it a go. Yeah? I think think so. I know it was a combination of ideas, but I think I've... 
I've got a good vision. Doesn't matter. Where, where it, it all hinges on the pitch, Al Taylor. Over to you, my friend. It's it. Okay, so streaming services, boom, Netflix or whatever, one of the others, it lands. The Real Running Man, a 90-minute sort of uh, documentary about the making of the, running, the Real Running Man, based on the Arnold Schwarzenegger 80s film. This is a little tease for the series that apparently is actually coming a reality show called the real running man so in we go uh behind the scenes crew has been uh given ultimate access to the background the development the making of the shooting of the real running man so we meet uh, a selection of prisoners who are given a chance at freedom they're going to be our contestants they go you know so we go into san quentin or something like that pick out uh, <laughs> pick out a selection of prisoners and uh, and we meet all them all played by unknowns because obviously we, we're meant to, at this point to believe that they're actually real um arnie is all over this promoting it like he's really loving it as himself advertising giving you know, absolutely welcome the behind the scenes crew into his home. You know, he's in the jacuzzi with a cigar, like got dogs and like a gun rack behind him. And he's just there and he's like, yeah, so finally they came to me and said, oh, we want to make, we want to make a real life show of one of your movies. I suggested uh, Predator, but they went with Running Man. Um, so uh, what do you think of the Arnie impression? Very good. I, I thought it was uh, Michael Sarah. I, I thought, <laughs> what's, what's, this, what's this Michael Sarah impression going on today? So Arnie's given all access. Um, we have the studio networks also um, similar to like Mick Fleetwood and Jesse Ventura popping up in the original. We got a selection of real, you know, kind of celebrities in today's world um, that would be, you know, um, taking on the contestants. So one of the rounds is you're in goal and Beckham's taking free kicks. The balls are bombs. If he hits the back of the net, it goes off and blows your brains out. Um, they, you know, Phil Taylor's um, play. You're playing darts against Phil Taylor. You play. You're playing tennis against Serena Williams, and if uh, you know if she scores an ace against you, the trap door opens and there's a pit of fire and shit like that. You're fucked. <laughs> you're fucked. Um, the um, if a double fault results in electric shock, um, Ramsey, you're cooking a meal, but this time you know there's a there's a ceiling full of spikes like about to land on you, and you've got to like make the meat. You know, flip the I pancake. I for medium rare. This is rare. You got you got to flip the pancake before the spikes stab you in the top of the head. Um, <laughs> Who else do we say? Oh yeah, well obviously a selection of wrestlers. We've got Stone Cold Steve Austin, so he's just there to to beat the shit out of you. Arnie, there's behind the scenes footage of Arnie's fights, and um, you know he's actually plays and sends himself up as a bit of a monster, and he's actually genuinely like doing neck breaks and stuff to crew members and shit like that. Like, <laughs> um, and then notices the cameras watching him. He's like, oh, and doing like pithy one-liners still, yeah. just to himself. <laughs> And then, like, just notices the camera in the corridor through the crack in the door and, like, slams the door shut. <laughs> um, and so, anyway, it's all... And amongst all this, we have real-life um, uh, chat show appearances, real-life posters on bus stops, the real running man. Um, and it, it's happening. And... Um, and then obviously maybe we, we, what we said was we send the, the making of into a great mockumentary of it going into utter carnage. And like the movie, the contestants bust out. They managed to decapitate the, the network head. Um, you know, Arnie gets, you know, ripped apart by a pack of wolves. And, um, you know, it, it all descends into a bloodbath and becomes like real sick shit and like just one of those mental movie experiments that is a mockumentary done to the max 
and it's called The Real Running Man. Yes, mate. Well done, done Al. Thanks Real for taking it home, man. Well done. Cut to black. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. That is our follow-up to The Running Man. As ever, guys, what would you have done? Let us know. Hit us up. Any ideas you want us to do, drop us a line. We're well up for that at the moment. Uh, Joe, we hope you uh, see you soon back here. And to all our listeners, we hope to see you back here again soon. So, take care, guys. Cheers.